yeah. yeah. So pom pom socks and superhero calves. It's a it's a good look. Uh. <laughs> it's Captain Pom Pom. <laughs> He's here to stomp away your fears. <laughs> Come on, girls. <laughs> All right, all right, come on. Uh, Wait, so what? Are, what are we doing? What I don't know. This? We're just we're just recording. You want to well, just you want to just we can yammer? stick it in the old feed if you want. Yeah, why not? So why so not? this is I don't know a special episode. A don't special. Even number it. A, it's a yeah. It's a. Is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. It's right. fine. So what? What did you? I just uh, think that it's really interesting. Yeah. What? What did you? What? What stood out for you? We're, we're going to talk about the Apple event that just took place. What? What stuck out? Stuck? Stuck? What stuck out for you? Stuck out for me. <laughs> hey. Uh, so well, uh, a number of what things. What stuck out for you? <laughs> well, let, well, let's start with stuff that didn't stuck out for me or stuked out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, MacBook Air desperately needed should be nine ninety nine, not twelve hundred bucks. Absolutely. Um, Way too overpriced for what it is, and, yeah. and this is this is the thing that that's the same price me. as the 13 inch Pro, like I yeah. have. Yeah. So and this is the thing that, that bothers me about Apple is they get better at manufacturing, they get more efficient at manufacturing, and they and charge yet the more. Prices still keep going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but totally necessary. My wife is still using one from 2011, I think. Oh, so that you same know one. when that yeah. dies, yeah. it's you know. But here's the problem: it's fine. Yeah, it's not going to die. She it's, podcasts on it once a week. She yeah. d- watches Netflix in bed occasionally. Like it's the only thing she uses it for. So, whatever. Um, the Mac Mini. Uh, glad they came out with a new one. Still uh, overpriced though. The star. I think the starting point for an i three eight hundred bucks for an i three with eight gig. Come well, on. so I was thinking because remember there was a time last year where you said, you know, maybe what I'll do is I'll replace this computer with a Mac Mini. Remember, there was a time when you were considering that. Absolutely. And right. I, I, I still love the idea, but to get one configured with 16 gig of RAM and an i7 is $1,500. You're at $2,500. Yeah, well, yeah, if you, want, if you really with want no to do monitor. it. With no monitor. Right, right. And if you really do it, if you put in a terabyte of storage, 32 gigs of RAM, go up to six core i7, you're at 2,500 bucks. Is it really 2,500? Oh my God. And that's not even, that's not 64 gigs. That's not two terabyte SSD. You can configure wow. this thing up to $4,100. For a Mac Mini. For a Mac Mini. Now... And, and you can build something that will run circles around it for about a grand. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, the, the, the SSDs in these things are incredibly fast. Uh, a six-core CPU is going to cost you six or $700, I think, anyway. So, I mean, the $2,500 version, if you spec it out, if you consider it as a really small version of a PC you're going to build, although I still think you're working with, yeah, it's just Intel graphics. That's the problem. Right. You you're at $2,500 and you still don't have discrete video. Right. And for somebody like you, say, who does occasional video and stuff or games, you know, this is not, that's not the right answer. It's not the solution. Right. No. And, and, um, and now, despite that, you you can use an e GPU, GPU but that's another. You're spending five hundred dollars on that plus two hundred fifty on the box. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So now you're up to thirty five hundred dollars. Right now, I mean, why would I? Why would I not just buy an open box uh, iMac Pro like you right. did? Well, you know? here's the thing: if this thing had a Vega GPU in it, you know, if it, if, if it was basically the guts of my computer. Yeah. In one of these, and you could get it for twenty five hundred dollars or three grand. Well, then it's somewhat interesting. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still happy with mine just because the screen is really great too. And, you know, you still need a good screen. So if you end up spending a thousand dollars on a screen, you're at the price of this thing anyway. So what's the point? Yeah. But the fact that they basically made a Mac mini that you could turn into a real good machine is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I still think this, the, the, the price point is a little off for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's very expensive. I mean, it's it's Apple stuff. But the fact that they kept making one is pretty crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that they kept the design of it so similar. I thought that they would update that more. Not that I yeah. care all that much, but it looks exactly the same as the it's, other one. It's, it's identical. Yeah. 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 Just in space gray. <laughs> Recycled um, space gray. Four Thunderbolt 3 on the back. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, and you could do 10 giggy Ethernet, which is crazy on a Mac mini. Um, what's the what's the USB? What do they call it? USB A. Uh, those are USB Type A. Two USB Type A, like old school USB okay. three Type okay. A ports, and then four of the Thunderbolt ports. So like my computer has four Thunderbolt three and four USB A. Obviously, this one doesn't have as much room, but it does have full size HDMI on it, which is interesting. Again, and you're right. Thunderbolt three and and USB C are the same plug, or are they different plugs? Uh, USB C. Thunderbolt 3 uses the USB-C plug, but okay. can do more over it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all of that is interesting and fine. And for old timers like you and me, who still <laughs> like our Macs. Right. Who, have, who haven't yet decided to go to an iPad Pro and be done with it. Well, so here's the thing. I, you know, when I bought, when I paid still too much money for this computer that I got a good deal on, I thought to myself, you know what? This might be the last real computer I ever buy because th- four years from now, when I replace this, who knows what it'll be? You know what I mean? Where where right. the where the world will be? And anybody who's listening to this, if this ends up on the normal feed, will know that I am not a fan of iPads. I've owned three of them. I've sold them as soon as I bought them. It just does not fit my world at all. Like I don't. You're thinking though, aren't you? You're, you're thinking you, you, you I'm saw not this. thinking, but I, I am, I am feeling like the tide is going in such a direction that eventually it will be, you know, you won't be able to ignore it. But can you imagine spending all kinds of problems. $1,500 on an iPad? Oh, uh, um, yeah. And I think it's going to, ha- I think it's going to happen for a lot of people. Well, here's the thing though. It's yes, it's an iPad, but. But, you know, what is inside the iPad, if it's as fast as they say it is, and if if it's as capable as they say it is, and if it has as much storage as they say it has, you know what I mean, et cetera. Right. It's not just an iPad anymore. You know what I mean? No, no. It's a a pretty capable computer with a pretty kick-ass screen attached to it that you can fit in a binder. That weighs a pound and a quarter and is the size of a letter-sized sheet of paper. Yeah. Right? Which is kind of amazing if it's as yeah. fast as they say it is. Um, I also think that this sort of pre- precludes, presumes, it, it, I think that this is basically saying that Apple's going to switch to ARM processors and the Macs, even if they switch to ARM processors, everything's going in this direction. Oh, absolutely. And Intel has got to be a little unnerved about it to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, d- granted, I have not seen what this thing can do with 
a raw file from a 50 megapixel camera and see if, you know what I mean? Like right. there's lots of accelerators they use in these arm processors that make JavaScript really fast and whatever it is. But, but I want to see it render video, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Because all the kids are shooting 4K now. So what's it going to do with H.265 that that brings at 4K that brings a lot of even current computers to their knees? Exactly. Like, I I want to see how you could possibly make a thing in that low power that is that powerful. There has to be a limit. Either, either thermal throttles, like physics haven't changed, you know. So what what has changed? Mm-hmm. Um, I find that very interesting. Uh, did you did you watch the Photoshop demo? Yes. Um, I don't understand uh, how much RAM do these things have in them? Four gigs, maybe eight gigs. Uh, They didn't say they didn't say, but I think the last pros had four gigs. Okay, let's let's say at best they have eight gigs of RAM inside of them. I doubt they would have anything more than that. I can't see it having more than that. How is it? What has Adobe done to be able to play with such huge images and such a small amount of RAM and the, the flash storage inside of an iPad, there's no way it's as fast as like an SSD in my iMac right. pro for scratch. And Plus, if they can do it on an iPad, then why are their apps still such pigs on desktop? Right. Exactly. And th- I mean, it's not like they rewrote the whole code base from scratch in Swift or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't um, think so. Uh, John Syracuse on uh, on uh, Accidental Tech Podcast a couple weeks ago was talking about the fact that iOS does not have a virtual memory system. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like on desktops and laptops where you can go start using disk space as RAM right. if you right. have There's to. There's no swap file like that. Right. No. But apparently, neither did... I, uh, Mac OS before OS ten, so it's seven, eight, nine, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. either... But Photoshop did an internal scratch system that they still use now. Right. Was built into the app, not even the OS. So maybe that's what they're doing. Because I don't understand how you could fit that much data in RAM if I if if me at 32 gigs on my machine, and I don't ever really hit that, but I get way above 16 or 18 or 20 gigs of RAM being used by Photoshop. Yeah. How are they how am I supposed to do that in eight gigs of RAM and not have it feel like a dog? Right. Right. And and maybe they are doing that. Maybe they're doing some sort of swap file. And because it's all flash based now, instead of, uh, you know, back in the day when we were all using 5,400 RPM spinning drives with, you know, a meg of cache on the drive. Right. Maybe it's fast enough now where it's it it seems seamless because she was playing with that file and it was big. Yeah. And it was it was not. slowing down to to the you know to my knowledge the way i was looking at it it seemed pretty snappy yeah yeah and and, and there was a lot going on right although i you know i mean they didn't you know for people like you and i who have played with big photoshop files and know what uses a lot of ram and what uses a lot of disk space and all the rest of it like the other day at photo plus uh julianne cost yeah uh was doing a talk and me and freddie were sitting there and she was showing compositing stuff using the new version of Photoshop that came out a couple weeks ago and a couple of the little new changes and features because apparently uh, control uh, command Z undo now actually goes through basically the history panel instead of just going back and forth. Instead of just going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Little things like that. And she was showing all these different little tools and uh, she was keeping all of her elements as smart objects 
So she could go in and tweak them. And raw. smart objects take a ton of, that, of juice, man. That's exactly my point is that, okay, let's say I bring three files from my camera or 850 into Photoshop on an iPad with eight gigs of RAM and they're smart objects. And So I'm now like, it's creating those PSB files or have they figured out a way to not? I don't know. You know, huh. I mean, these are the kinds of questions that I have, you know, maybe right, they have right. answers to them. I, I, I just, I don't understand again, what, what, how physics has changed to allow that to be fast, you know? Right. And there's still the storage problem, like the whole question of file management. Like let's, let's say I'm on yeah. site somewhere. I take pictures and I'm flying home, whatever. Okay. Yes. I can plug my camera into the iPad via USB C now. Great. Super. I can transfer, say, raw files from my camera to the uh, to whatever bridge version or whatever the hell is going to be built into the iPad that'll pull sure. files in or whatever, right? Sure. But what if I want to make three copies of those to make sure that they don't disappear somewhere between my camera and the th- – you know what I mean? Like I want to back up to an external drive. Well, if you're on a plane, you're, you're kind of hosed. Right. Is that a thing that you can do? Can you plug a drive into it and say, hey, put, put this whole folder of stuff on that drive – and who's keeping track of it? Is it just a folder? Or is there some crazy right. metadata layer that it knows that those are Photoshop files? And how do I keep those organized? And you see what I'm saying? Like all those yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah, questions, yeah, yeah. like all the things that that people who are doing this for a living need to do and keep track of. I still don't I understand imagine, how that works in iOS. I would imagine that that uh, the 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 Apple Cloud is going to be due for an upgrade to deal with some of this stuff because they're really making a push into the pro market for iOS. Yeah, and and one of the things that goes along with that is larger file sizes in photo and video and audio for that matter. But that totally you're limited by your bandwidth. Yeah. So if you, if you've got a you know cable modem with a five megabit upload, yeah. What the hell are you going to do? You're going to upload you're, you're 64 out gigs on of LTE files? And it's, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like that. The reason why we don't do that now is because we don't have that kind of uh, bandwidth kind of thing. So we all plug SSDs into our laptop and make a second copy and stick that in somebody else's bag so that <laughs> right. when things yeah, go yeah. on airplanes, we know somebody has a copy if a bag gets lost or whatever. Right. 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 I, I still yeah. Don't... It doesn't. <sighs> There, there is, there should be some sort of eye redundancy, you know, or eye backup or yes. some, some kind of thing that, and it's, and it's secure and it's encrypted. Take advantage of that T2 technology and, and, you know, a- enable some sort of backup system, whether it's manual or automatic that, that addresses some of this lack of security, I guess. Yeah. I just, there's, I, there's a lot of questions there yeah. that I don't haven't quite figured out the answer and also you know not for nothing but um whenever i work on my laptop versus working on say my 27 inch screen i always feel i don't really trust it even if it's accurate you know Mm. it's so small and if you're working on an 11 inch ipad or whatever it is i mean put the you know imagine putting a sheet of paper in front of you yeah if that's what you're working on plus all your uh uh what's it called your palettes and whatnot you know Um, yeah so now do you need like a a, an ipad mini as a second screen for all of your toolbars and palettes yeah and they show them plugged into a 5k screen right like you basically you can plug the ipad into a 5k say the lg screen and then plug storage and stuff into that and it, it all goes through the same hose into into the into the ipad plus 
is that just a regular USB connection or is it? So then, are, are, wait, say that. Okay. So are, at that point, are you just, are you basically using the iPad as, as a, as a Cintiq basically? Yeah, but but also as I mean, it's the computer and everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But yeah, I don't I don't know exactly how the relationship between those two screens works, and I also don't huh. understand. I don't know. Let's say you plug a USB hard drive into the screen. Is that seeable on the iPad and iOS the way it right, is now? Right, I, right, I haven't right. used the, the latest versions on an iPad to know exactly how that works. But but it's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and is is that is that just USB or is that some sort of the problem with Thunderbolt is a is a is a Intel technology and I think they're the only ones who make Thunderbolt chipsets. So, so if Apple moves to ARM and yeah, they're just going to be using Intel out of the loop. Then what? It'll just be USB Type C three point one, which is still ten gigabit connection. I mean, it's probably enough for everything they're doing to do a five K monitor and do some USB yeah, drives yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. but. But it's still, I you know, I just, man, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot of sort of tech questions that that we'll have to find somebody who's tech nerdy to answer. You know, I'm sure in the next yeah. week, uh, a non tech or somebody will. But I mean, does does that interest you? The idea of working on a little screen like that? It would if if the translation between, or if the communication, I guess between the iPad and a larger screen was, was lag free. Yeah. Yeah. It has um, to be perfect. Yeah. And even then if I'm, I mean, the, you're still cabled in. So I, you still have this weird, if it could do it wirelessly, that would be amazing, but you're still, <laughs> you know, tethered into this thing. So it's not, I mean, if I still have to sit at my desk, then why am what I advantages working? it? Yeah. Yeah. What advantages? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I love some of the iOS software. I think, I think there are some terrific UI choices that are being made in iOS that I would love to see on the desktop counterparts or desktop versions of software. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at some of the same questions that you are of, well, okay, how do I back this up? Where does all this stuff live? If there's not a, a, a traditional file system, then how do I get access f- to this stuff from another device if right, I need to? Right. Can, and, I, can I plug the iPad in and just treat it as a hard drive and, and drag stuff off of it onto my desktop? Or, yeah, like, like the old school I, uh, iPods. Yeah, or, or now is it its own sort of T2 encapsulated secure system where you don't have access to that kind of stuff? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, people who are really serious Photoshop people, it's all about keyboard commands. Yes. So yes. if you have this plugged in, is it still all about keyboard commands? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. You I, mean, know I, I think it's it's getting closer to be sure. Oh, oh and, and, and they actually, they just say in 2019, the version of Photoshop, right? That's not out for a, a little while. I don't think so. I think it's just been announced. It was announced <laughs> right. at Max. Right. So, so then you have the question of, well, that could be June for all we know. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, I, right, I certainly right. wouldn't. And then, does this put the fear of God into Affinity and Pixelmator? I don't know. I, I feel like Affinity is really kind of doing their own thing. You yeah. know, especially with the upcoming release of of Affinity Publisher, which I've been. Oh, I'm I'm super. I'm on board with things like Publisher, and I'd be yeah. fine with Infin- Affinity Designer. Yeah, I'm a little Photoshop centric that I, you know, I don't need to yeah. switch yeah. out of that. 
I have I, I like Affinity Publisher a lot. Oh, uh, it looks I've, pretty I've cool. I've been messing with it and using it to lay out a new project, and it does everything that I've wanted it to do without having to go. Okay, what palette or menu was that obscure? Like it's it it's much more production ready in my opinion than InDesign was. Is it out of beta now? No, it's still in beta. Okay, but yeah. it's pretty solid. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, um, uh, you can download the beta. I think it's only Mac at the moment. Um, and let me see. Yeah, it looks like it's only Mac at the moment. Uh, also interesting on the Mac front. Um, a few weeks ago, I was at a I was at an uh, an event where they had to clone a bunch of MacBooks to have all the same software. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so standard sort of. Oh, let's just clone this drive over to the internal drive, and we'll rock like that. Right. Right. Um. And it failed. Oh shit! <laughs> like, the, d- did they would, have all seven connected at once? No, 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 no. They they were doing them one at a time, but they were trying to figure out a workflow, and it didn't work. It would it, uh, super duper would fail out. Doing it inside of disk utility would fail, um, and uh, uh, they ended up doing it using um, um, uh, migration assistant. Oh, really? Was the only way to way to make it work. So the guy who's who's running the thing calls a friend of his or texts a friend of his who, who's an engineer at Apple, and the guy says, "Yeah, that's a problem we've been having because of the T two chip, because of all the security oh. stuff. There's they're having all buggy stuff. It's it's T two plus APFS, I think. Wow. So wow, wow, wow. cloning drives and all that kind of stuff has now become this weird buggy mess. Huh. Which is really interesting because one of the reasons I switched over to Mac was for exactly that kind of, yep. oh yeah, you can just clone that drive. Super. Yeah. That is right. done. Yeah. You know, and if that starts to be that kind of basic stuff starts becoming a problem because they want to lock things down or whatever. It's like, well, what are you doing here, man? Like this isn't a power machine anymore. This is a boondoggle, you know? Right. 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 Um, I, yeah, so I don't know, man. Like I, I, I feel like today what we saw was the sort of, last exciting redesigns of Macs that we love and they're going to rev those for a little bit and then that stuff's going to die out. Yeah. And that like here here's your mini. Now shut up about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last your, one you're going to exactly. get. Exactly. <laughs> here here's here's your here's your MacBook Air. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, hush about it, that. Yeah, shut the hell up. Uh but but man, they put a lot of weight on that iPad. Yeah. Um, I will say I do kind of love the pencil. I want to I want to try one because I never I never liked the round pencil. I didn't like the weight of it. Yeah, this one is is six sided or just one side is flat. Looks like it's six sided. Somebody did make a point that the um, you know the the Wacom uh, pencil pen has the little squishy thing on the side. You know, it's ergonomic yep. kind of. Yeah. That that. People who used the uh, pencil uh, pencil for a while doing work ended up. They said their hand was cramping and stuff hmm. because it's because it's beautiful as an object, but not very well designed for being in your hand for long right. periods of time. I wonder um, if on this you could, do you remember the old uh, like the triangular little gel kind of pencil? Yes, I'm things? sure. Which is I wonder basically if one of those would, be, would fit. Yeah, because that's what the, like is on the Wacom ones is kind of like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, do you prefer, do you say Wacom or Wacom? I used to say Wacom and somebody, and I don't even remember who it was now, uh, 
totally made fun of me and it's whack them. I don't know. Wacom. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to, we're going to have to look that up anyway. Um, I don't know, man. I look, I'm not going to go buy one tomorrow. I don't edit on the, on the road all that often and that kind of stuff. And I have that 13 inch MacBook pro from a couple of years ago. That's just fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I love but the I, idea of it, you know, and I think that's, that's kind of, what if they made a 20 inch version too big? No, I mean something akin to the, to the Microsoft surface thingy, like a desktop still, one. No, well, but they, they do. It's an iPad. <laughs> I mean, a uh, uh, iMac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that was touch that ran iOS. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think then you're, you're getting into that area that, that we, we who have been, you know, traditionally separate about iOS and, and Mac OS. Um, I think you're getting into an area where those two become one. And I, I don't, I would rather them stay separate at the moment. I, man, I think you and I are dinosaurs yeah. in this case. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just, I agree with you, but I'm starting to feel like the old guy in the corner who still wants a stick shift, even though yeah, yeah. they don't make stick cars anymore. I mean, look, if I could, if if there was software out there, like let's say uh, Reaper or even, well, maybe there is audition for iPad. I don't know. But if there was a good audio editing package, that would be great. But Rogue Amoeba would then have to make audio hijack for iPad. Right. Uh, if there was a way to to record and edit and deliver podcasts as as seamlessly on the iPad as we're able to do it on the Mac, that would be something. Have you ever tried to – can't you uh, – by the way, can't you uh, record phone calls inside of Skype now? Didn't they – were they going to add that feature? Um. Or wasn't that a? T- you know what? I think they did on the that? desktop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is yeah. it? Is it video? Is it video? Yeah, start or just recording. Audio? Yeah, I don't know, but there's a start recording button inside of uh, Skype here. On the um, desktop. Uh, yeah, and the little the little plus thing down in the right hand corner. Hold call. Start recording. Oh no, kidding! I haven't tried it, but you know. Here, I'm oh. going to do it right now. Okay. What is it doing? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There's been an explosion in Silver Spring, Maryland. <laughs> oh, my God, Bill, make it stop. Oh, it says Jeffrey is recording on my end. It popped up a thing. Oh, and, and there's a little disclaimer on my end. Avoid legal snags by oh, telling people they're your being quality, Your quality went way down all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. Yours did, too. Okay, I'm yep. going to stop. Yeah, turn that off. Jeez. Um, no, that's totally oh, a problem. And then, sorry, you buddy. know. I just woke up the had, dog. Have, have you tried doing anything pixel accurate with your fingers? <laughs> I've tried doing question. things pixel. Yeah. <laughs> Size queen. <laughs> no, you know what I mean though? Like people say, yeah. oh, you can edit video on your iPad. It's like, I don't uh, want to move my finger at like really small increments on a screen. Like I, I want to use a mouse for that or. You yeah. Know? I've, I've tried to, and it's, it's it's not pretty and i yeah. wonder if audio editing would be the same way yes like it can be it done would. but it's not pleasant well i've tried editing on a couple different packages that are available for ios and i don't remember what they are just as tests yeah and it's it's really not 
intuitive at all. Right. Intuitive because you know it so much the other way or really that it's unintuitive? It's, it's unintuitive because y- y- your, your finger isn't, isn't, I mean, yes, it's a pointer in the literal sense of it, but the, the touch points are more than, pic- are, you're never yeah. going to get pixel It's a two accurate. centimeter across big smushy thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to see in a few uh, a few week or a week or so when these things come out, go play with one and, and see what it feels like. Yeah, so they'll be in store next week. Is that what? They yeah, said? the seventh. I, I, I it may be one of those things where you know, we, in the same way that the MacBook Air when it first came out was a really expensive, somewhat boondoggle kind of computer that was way too slow, and then the ones came out in 2011 or whatever it is, and you went, "Wow, this is actually pretty nice for pretty small." Right. Like maybe this is that change for iPads where it's like, wow, these are actually now usable. Mm-hmm. Like, here it is. This is the thing you've been waiting for. Um, I don't know. People like I got the uh, I got the new phone a week ago. Right. Uh, you got the XS. The 10S. Yeah. yeah. And it's really fast. The camera is quite impressive, especially with enough light. Um. You know, the the smart HDR stuff that it does where it's like merging stuff in real time is insane. Right. You know, I, I think that if you if you could do that with a good sensor, like on a real camera, like if, if, if Nikon did that and you take a picture, but it actually takes six pictures and it merges them all together because it does HDR in real time to give you a 20 stop, you know, dynamic right. range or something. Right. Right. That'd be amazing. You know, and I think that they're going to have to start doing stuff like that to, to keep up. But Man, it's 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 an interesting world, you know. One of the the rumors coming out of Olympus is their their next iteration of the EM1. They're calling the EM1X. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they have figured out the handheld high res mode, and uh, they're they're talking about stacking HDR in camera. There you go. So, which one did you get? Uh, EM12. Okay, and this is the which one would this be? EM1X. It'll be announced in January. Ah, so they're like the next version of what yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. Although th- they have said it's going to, it's going to, you know, exceed the 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 specs. They haven't said how, but of the XT3. But then they've also said it's going to be very expensive. And I don't know now that the bar has been set by by Sony and and indeed Fuji at that two thousand dollar full frame and fifteen hundred dollar. APS-C mark, I don't know that anybody's going to buy a $3,000 micro four thirds camera to, regardless of what it can do or right. not very many people. Right. Unless right. you're so invested in the glass that, that it doesn't make sense to switch. Yeah. I don't, ooh, there's so many things like this that I, I don't know how the price is getting pushed down so much, right. On so much of this stuff. It's yeah. even like when they, at the beginning of the Apple thing, when they announced the, the MacBook Air and everyone was just like, all right, that would be amazing. They're like 1200 bucks. And they're like $1,200. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hush comes over the room. Yeah. Like no one, no one cheered, even the people from the store, you know, who right. were there. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, the, we were, you and I were talking earlier today about the, the new Fuji rangefinder. you know, is what four grand plus, plus glass or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, okay. What the hell is even Hasselblad was like, we have a sub $10,000 medium format mirrorless. It's like, yeah, all right, well, yeah. we've got one for sub $4,000. Yeah. And, and the sub $10,000 Hasselblad is really slow. Oh, it's so awful. 
<laughs> the files out of it are beautiful. But it I didn't. You know slow. what? When 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 you when you first described your experience, you gave with me it, crap about I it. You're like, it can't possibly be I that bad, Bill. I got a chance to play with one in, in, in on vacation, and man, is it slow. It's like, as bad as I like, said. Yeah, the the LCD to EVF is is at least a second, if not a, a second and a half, before it switches to the point yep. where, like you said, you're you're pulling the camera back away from your face, going, "Wait, is this thing?" Is it working? Is, is this it on? on? And then it's got to reset and start all over again. Yeah. And then when you when you actually fire that spongy shutter button, there's a, a blackout there too yeah. for about a second. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, okay. Did it is it, not a portrait camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you're sticking it on a tripod and you, you know what I mean? Or you're taking a single picture and you're not the kind of person who has to... Maybe, Be but the couple of photographers that I was talking to who were using it for street walking around said that they couldn't get their timing right of people. They couldn't. They couldn't I'm, get. I'm not surprised. They just couldn't get it because it varied so much from from shot to shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think, you know, and it, it, it's just it's what's crazy is that in this little phone that I got, Jeffrey. I mean, the shutter lag is almost non-existent because it's constantly taking pictures. Right. You're just telling it the one you want to keep. Yeah, because it's just yeah. shot forty pictures in the last second and a half before that, you know, and yeah. and so it's there's these sort of they're tricks certainly, sort of you know ways of sneaking around the issue, but it's maybe the way of the future, you know. Um, certainly like, one of the ways. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So man, I don't know. I, I guess next year I'm, or next year next week I'm gonna have to go play with one of those. But uh, the iPad, but it's. Yeah. It's not interesting to me until Photoshop comes out, and that won't be till next year. So I guess it's just a matter of kind of waiting it out, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, unless unless there's some sort of you know early beta or something that, yeah. that they allow you access. By the to. way, I think that they said that it's going to be free for Creative Cloud Photo people. So oh, if you're already paying the ten bucks, you you get the you new get Photoshop. It. Oh, that's uh, kind of cool of them. I hope that's in perpetuity and not just for the first you know sixty days. <clears throat> post-launch yeah i mean if that's if that's true then yeah no brainer you know mm -hmm, what i mean mm -hmm. um still man i don't it's the file management stuff that gets me yeah I, that know? that needs to really be improved because i've got you know thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of files on my hard drive you want me to organize that in apple ios files <laughs> app right no <laughs> ah, come on would you like me to do, would you like to do this with baking gloves on? You know, it's like, no, I, I, I'm trying to sew. I'm, I, I need some dexterity here. Uh, slip these mittens on and thread that needle. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. You got anything else to say? Nah. All right. So uh, we'll, <laughs> people are, people who still have us in their feet are going to be like, what the? Yeah. What is this? What's going on here? <laughs> You're welcome. We, That's all we we're going to. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are going to love the Twitter. Uh, the, the Twitter responses are going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Go play with your dog and send me your file. We'll talk later. Yep. All right. Catch you later. Say what you want to say